You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. He was mentally psychotic. And your a, ex. Yeah. A lot of people say that. To this day, the smartest man I've ever met. But with that came master manipulation to the point where he believed his own lies. He moved to New York City because couldn't stand being in LA. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of I Missed Me. I am extremely excited today because today I have Brianna Wilburn with me and we are going to be talking about traveling and life experiences. Brianna goes to UCLA, so I am extremely excited for you to be here today. Welcome to I Missed Me. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm doing really good, <laughs> bright and early. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, we were just talking off camera that you go to UCLA yeah. and I had to stop you because I want you to share your experience on camera and with the people that are listening how has your experience been yeah it was honestly covid affected it a lot because classes mm. were online when i was moving to a new city i was living with five girls <gasps> yeah and we were all kind of pursuing social media for the most part you were all pursuing social media in different ways but yeah wow how was that it involved a lot of la mansion parties a lot of sleeping through my Zoom classes. Yeah, and a lot of partying. Did you get along <laughs> with the girls? Like all of the girls in the house? Yes, for the most part. Actually, something did happen later on, but it okay. was caused like for my boyfriend. So a okay. little bit different of a situation. That's a whole story in itself. I mean, whew, but basically he broke You can't me. share. No, I get absolutely <laughs> I can't share. But he was mentally psychotic. And Your I, ex. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people say that, but when I tell you like he was like almost Pakistani royalty, he came from a very different situation. When I ask people from Pakistan if they've heard of his family or his last name, they all know who his parents are. They were politicians. <gasps> yeah. And along that, he was so smart. To this day, the smartest man I've ever met. He was older older than you? Yeah, he was. He was like in a grad school. Okay. Um, but with that came master manipulation to the point where he believed his own lies. He <laughs> broke into our apartment. He, yeah, 
he was able to keep up with lies for like eight months just adding on to them adding on to them and these lies aren't like oh i didn't see that girl no like these lies were huge regarding Mm. like his family like his money his his life his values like they were just insane yeah how long were you together for we not too long like about four or five months but okay yeah my mom wanted me to get a restraining order after he broke into our apartment so that was like the final kind of draw and he only had a year left of grad school and he actually ended up he was a he would have gone to residency he was pursuing his doctorate he moved to new york city because couldn't stand being in LA. whatever Mm -hmm. yeah but his parents gave him like a building to go run in new york city so he had money yeah, but it wasn't even, like, it's not even like that. Like, it was I don't know. What Do you, do you feel like it was hard for you to let go because of how, because there's two sides of when, when people get in relationships with, with narcissists and a lot of people that listen to the podcast are in, like, those relationships yeah. where it's, like, hard to let go. Do you feel like it was hard for you to let go because you were attached or him being psychotic and crazy made it easier for you to let go? Him being psychotic and crazy, I also think out of sight out of mind like I went back home for a month just because my mom wanted me out of that situation and that's when he proceeded to move to New York Mm. um but I think overall I'm kind of attracted to that narcissistic I love the power and I also love the challenge Mm. like mentally stimulating I think there's a way like if you're a narcissistic where you're just like gaslighting the girl or something like that but the reason I fell in love with him in the first place was his mind like we would write together he didn't use fluorescent lights he just had a hundred candles in his room and every single day would light them up and use that for light what yeah his poetry like he would do my schoolwork for me or help me with it he would teach me for hours on end with maps across his room like teaching me about the world yeah so on one hand, like, that's also why I fell in love with him. Right. And I think you, I'm attached personally to any boyfriend I have, whether they're a narcissistic or not. You know, like, letting go of somebody that you that you appreciate and value and respect. I think once you lose respect for them, that's mm-hmm. when it's easier to let go, whether they're narcissistic or not. Mm-hmm. What is the most, like, beautiful lesson that you've learned about yourself through understanding that, like... I don't think attachment is a bad thing. Like, loving heart is not a bad thing. Like, what is the most beautiful thing that you've learned, like, about yourself? Through relationships? Mm -hmm. Probably that the only way that I'm going to get anywhere in life is if I make a choice. I think that's something that I struggle with, like sticking to a decision and carrying it through. Mm-hmm. Something that I realized with relationships and just in general, like really you can do anything. And it's cliche to say, yeah. but even the people you surround yourself with, like they're going to rub off on you. Yeah. And it de- like you have to determine if you want to become that person or not mm-hmm. because you are the five people you surround yourself yeah. with. And you spend so much time with your romantic partner. So it's important that you guys have a similar vision of like who you want to be Hmm. now you said something super interesting because you were living in a house with five girls yeah how do you think that changed you or shaped you in any way like how how did that influence the person that you are today 
Yeah, I'm an only child. So that was like a, mm. and I'm also the only girl in my family. So they were all boys. Okay. So it was a huge shock. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but if anything, it taught me the the dynamics of friendship a lot more. Um, I've never had where I'm not friends with somebody. My people that I am friends with, I am friends with them lifelong. Mm -hmm. Like the longest term friend I have is 21 years and the shortest term is like nine years. Mm -hmm. So for me, like- And you're so nice too, like (laughs) just so, yeah. 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 Uh, You just become family. So when I'm not like as close to those certain roommates anymore, it was definitely a shock, like, wow. You have to put effort into friendships. You have to do a lot for them to maintain. Mm -hmm. You have to meet somewhere in a common area. And especially when you're friends with people who have strong personalities, because I consider myself to have like a stronger personality. There's a lot of power dynamics that took adjusting. I think especially if you were all trying to like pursue social media. And that's another question that I had. Do Do you feel like there was a lot of competition going on, like comparison, like maybe jealousy or you were all just supportive of each other two of us were like actively pursuing it but like two of the other girls are in it whether they're like influencers themselves or like doing it on the side or using it to their advantage Hmm. business wise I would say that there was absolutely absolutely that kind of competition yeah and um Honestly, the one of the girls, she's like a good friend of mine. Her name's Sammy. She had already had a larger social media following prior to moving in together. And then something happened where I blew up. And whether spoken about or not, but there was definitely like tension. Um, but I think we've learned that it's better for us to work together than to compete. Okay. So it took time. Yeah, but definitely feelings were always involved in that. Yeah. And being honest with each other or being honest with ourselves was hard. What would your advice be when it comes to comparison? Because I feel like there's always, even if it goes away or even if you work through it, this underlying like comparison of, you know, she has more followers than me. She has more opportunities. She's attending to more events. She's traveling and I'm not like, how do you work through that? Have you, has there ever been a point where you've felt that? through your social media journey yeah I don't normally feel that with other people that's very healthy yeah it is and I think it was my mom was so avid about me being like a star you're enough yeah Yeah. she was so be independent kind of vibe I love that but dealing with that from the other side of the point of view like something that I hold really dear to my heart like I didn't read comments never I would I read comments too. yeah either. and it wasn't because I chose that it's because I didn't care and it takes a lot to learn and I've had to kind of help my friends through it and what I've noticed is that people get really easy to victimize themselves and that is something I just can't stand for and whenever I catch myself going down that path I have to just restart with something new something else because it's hard to stop victimizing yourself and you can say oh like just realize that it's all on you whatever way easier said than done yeah so I think the biggest advice is to then do a fresh start where you don't feel that same energy Mm -hmm. in that topic in that industry Mm -hmm. with those friends whatever yeah or understand that too like 
someone doing good doesn't mean that you're doing bad, you know? And that I feel like that's a lot of things like girls in general struggle with with their friends is like, if she's doing good, then I'm doing bad or I'm not doing enough. It's like, no, like yeah. her doing good doesn't mean that you're doing bad or that you can't do as good, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like we, we struggle a little with that. You go to UCLA. That's like a dream school for so many people. <laughs> I admire you so much for that. I, I dropped out of college like a month ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. But growing up, I, I grew up playing tennis and that okay. was like my dream school because UCLA is like big in sports. Yeah. So that was my dream school. So hearing that, I'm like, wow, congrats. That's so admirable. But you started social media while you were a freshman doing online classes. Yeah. How do you think that then affected you, the college experience that you thought you were going to have? Honestly, I had such a classic American, American pie movie-like high school experience. So I kind of knew coming to college that I'd rather spend my time pursuing something outside of academia because yeah. academia only takes you so far in yeah. life and especially my mom she got her doctorate and never practiced and then ended up pursuing business hmm. and I think if I were to just use my time for experiences instead it would be more beneficial but on the catch side of that being caught up in the glitz and glam of the influencer lifestyle like my freshman year um and that didn't necessarily happen for my sophomore junior and senior year yeah It kind of created some regret. You, I lost out on what people say is like such an experience or whatever. But going back to what we talked about earlier is like you have your own path. You have to stay confident in it. You have to not look back. And you it's know? a path that like not everyone has. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. I like I'm kind of dreading graduation when people are going to have their summa cum and stuff. And I was top of my class in high school and I took so much pride in how good I was at academia. So to not have those same, you know, awards and members and groups and stuff is going to be hard. Has that been hard for you? Like, do you, is that one thing that you look back to, like, your college experience and being like, I wish I would have been more involved or? Definitely wish I would have been more really? involved. I haven't been in a club Nah. <laughs> you know, maybe like one or two, but it's social media. I'm like an ambassador for UCLA. Yeah. So. But I definitely don't regret it. Okay. I think this has worked out for me so well. I've taken so much time off. I was fortunate enough to come in with like 70 units done and knocked off like two years. So I've taken, I don't know, like five or six quarters off. Yeah, an insane amount of time, but it's allowed me to do like a magazine shoot in Dubai or go film a movie, you know? So I'm proud of that. And especially being in the tech space, like you just see people with such good life skills, social skills that I much rather have like social those. skills and like good conversations. You know? Yeah. I will say though, there's such a learning curve. You know, people always say the richest people are not the people who got A's. They're the ones who got C's. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been such a, life lesson in the sense being a perfectionist sitting at my desk all day you know it's it does not pan out well in the long run hmm. yeah what is like that one thing that you like walk out of college being like this is what I what I want to do the rest of my life like what is it what's that vision that you have like you know that you would want to do 
probably explore. Yeah, I actually have a tattoo. It's from when I was like 16, a stick and poke, like on my bathroom table. Yeah, no. Um, But it's of a planet. And I have a dream for myself. I want to get out of Earth's atmosphere while I'm still alive. Yeah. No, wow. So I think, you know, between traveling or, you know, leading colonization on a different planet, I want to just see as much as I can get out of here as much as I can something that I've definitely realized um my company now is like you can use AI as a study tool and it just helps you throughout you know the learning experience and it personalizes that's your company yeah wow it's called answers AI but long story short I was just yesterday watching users use it and I saw them like entering questions and asking and whatnot and like this one guy watched his 15 minute session on this one problem I was like wow like that brought me so much joy motivation inspiration and I want to keep doing that so, Do you think it's like the your need or like urge to like help people? Is that where it comes from? I wouldn't say help. I don't think I'm that selfless. Like props to people who are just being honest to myself. I'm not. But I think creating that much impact and value. So yeah, whether it's like making somebody feel like a princess or like mm-hmm. telling them all these neat tips and tricks or you know helping their academics. Yeah. Wow. Whoever, which way it takes. You love traveling. Yeah. What is the most beautiful thing that you've learned about traveling? Hmm. Oh, that's a really good question. That there's always more. Oh. Yeah. Wow. You can go to so many different places, but even within those places, there's so many different types of peoples and little boroughs of communities, you know? Um, There's just always... Besties, when I first started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling hoodies with positive messages on the back, and it is so easy all just because of Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online store stage to the first real life store stage and all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage shopify is there to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos system wherever and whatever you're selling shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms besties i truly cannot recommend shopify enough you guys know that i have a business and it is hosted on shopify so besties, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis, all lowercase at shopify.com slash mafiansudis now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties, shopify.com slash mafiansudis. Thank you so much, Shopify, for sponsoring today's episode. Besties, this is for everyone that's looking to learn a new language. Whether you have an upcoming international trip or want to connect with friends and family or a new culture, Rosetta Stone is for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, and so many more, and it immerses you in many, many ways. It has no English translations, which means that you really learn to speak 
listen, and think in that language. And I also love that it has speech recognition. It has a built-in true accent feature which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's literally like having a personal trainer for your accent. Besties, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a very limited time, I Missed Me's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. Again, besties, that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. I love you, besties, and I can't wait for you guys to start learning a new language. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through menopause, but it has become a phenomenon and women literally cannot stop talking about it on social media to the point where a bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicating to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make absolutely no compromise when it comes to quality and it contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And the cool thing about adaptogens is that they help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout the woman's life. Besties, hormone harmony isn't just for menopause, but any women with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. There is no better feeling and benefit than feeling like yourself again, and that is what hormone harmony is for. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at Happy Mammoth just using your code MAFIANSURES at checkout. Besties, that's happymammoth.com using the code MAFIANSURES at checkout for 15% off today. Thank you so much, Happy Mammoth, for sponsoring today's episode. It's so endless. Yeah. How has it changed you as a person? Because I feel like traveling is so beautiful and I, you can't say everybody has to travel because I understand that there's people that don't have the chance to, but if you do, then you have to because it like, it expands your mind in a way that nothing else can. Absolutely. Um, and it connects you with people. It connects you with cultures, with religions, with like points of view. And it allows you to be super open-minded in the sense of there's always more. So how has that like had an impact in, in your way of thinking? Absolutely. Kind of going to what you're saying, I truly do believe it. You can't expect change without expanding your horizons. Yeah. And going into that horizon thing of changing, you know, points of view, keeping an open mind, you know, getting connected to religion, whatever and stuff. For me personally, that has created options. Oops. Um, created options in life. And I think a lot of people feel like they're stuck or that they don't get this. They don't have that opportunity, you know, this and that. But just to know that there's more out there and somebody else did it, they obtained something that's how you keep that motivation to always be looking for those opportunities. I wouldn't, I have been fortunate to say that I do have a lot of opportunities, but they weren't just handed to me. I had to put myself in a position to get handed And that's them. another thing that I want to ask you. Like, yeah, it's a big thing on social media that social media is not a job and it can be a little controversial for, for a lot of people, but I still want to talk about it. What do you think about that take? It's 1,000% a job. No. <laughs> you know what they declare? 2024, digital marketing is going to be the number one paying profession. That's insane. You know, like digital marketing. Being able to sell is how the world's worked since the beginning days. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a caveman trying to get some like extra meat from somebody else or you're a social media influencer using TikTok shop. Mm-hmm. 1000% a job. Yeah, it's how I paid for my college. Yeah, it's how I got presented so many opportunities beyond just social media to how I found my co-founder for this company, you know. Mm -hmm. 
it's a job because you put in just as much time and effort and it's also something 24 7 so I would really say it's more yeah and I feel like people don't get to are never going to be able to understand it if they don't if they're not in it you know um what has been your biggest lesson of owning a business because it's not easy yeah I think it kind of goes back to not being a perfectionist keep the ball rolling that's been like do now perfect later yeah do now perfect later. starting is the hardest part whether you're starting the company or just even starting that phone call today yeah starting is by far the hardest part and it's easy to get like so wrapped up in making sure everything's right before you continue especially for us women I feel like you know we have beautiful handwriting we mm. want to highlight our notes yeah. you know we want everything to be little so perfect. arrows and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love organizing my calendar Me too, yeah <laughs> but doing it you know not as fun <laughs> yeah and then at the same time having to run a business like you don't have time to like highlight every single word you know not at all I mm-hmm. also think teamwork that's been hard also just because again being an only child being such a academic person I wasn't put in spaces where I collaborated that much even social media like I was on my own like all my stuff was about me and you have the power and control over all of your things I don't know if this happens to you but I I have always done like all of my stuff myself I design my stuff yeah and like giving that to someone else and them not being able to do it just like you do it is like it's like hard to find people that do it just like you wanted them to do it finding oh my god personnel my mom's a businesswoman and she her whole life has been personnel this personnel that it's the biggest it's what makes the business good and not why is chick-fil-a better than mcdonald's you know because the people there yeah yeah they make it that way um and finding employees not only to do good but somebody that you're willing to invest in to teach them to do good or to even value the difference of opinion they have to trust it absolutely hard and coming from a standpoint of like not only just working with people but also realizing you know shortcomings of others shortcomings of myself Hmm. and meshing regardless Hmm. yeah and compromising how is it growing up as an only child obviously that's your normality because you grew up as an only child but then growing up and like meeting a bunch of friends that have siblings and like you look back and you say Ooh, I didn't have this or I had this because I was an only child. Definitely had a lot of attention, probably too much. I mean, I think I crave it, hence social media. <laughs> yeah, and you think that that's reflected on the person that you are today? Like a thousand, ten percent. I also just had a mom who wanted me to be in the spotlight. There was like pros and cons about that. Pros and cons. Can yeah. you share? Cons. It's not good to always have the attention. People don't want to be around it. Girls especially, you know, whole nother thing about that. Um, but huge is pro. Like, I expect more of myself. I expect myself to get in those kind of positions throughout life. Um, I would do my damnest to earn them, you mm. know? Cons... I mean, I don't have anybody to talk to, you know, like, especially when my parents were going through a divorce. Mm. Even now, I'm really close with my family. But, you know, when we're older, they're probably going to do sibling stuff. Mm. And then I'm kind of, you know, the odd man out. I'm the only only child. 
And I just see my parents with their siblings and we do everything, you know, with Mm. their siblings. We don't do much stuff with their cousins, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's kind of like a fearful thing in the future. I also think dealing with my parents all alone, like not even just about diverse, but in general was super hard. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah. My mom's Indian and my dad's white. And if you can imagine like a short, feisty, fiery woman, Indian. And my dad's, like, a Kansas, like, kind of, like, farmer boy, like, artist vibe. Just such a clash of values and opinions and what life, they wanted life to look like. So choosing every step of the way what I wanted life to look at like when I had two contrasting opinions telling me what it should look like was hard to decipher but also hard to just cope with because you always felt like you were disappointing one end wow yeah and you I mean the fact that you're super aware of it is just like super admirable what how yeah go to therapy write in a book yeah <laughs> you're like screaming go to therapy no seriously the, when I remember the first day that I went to therapy I why did in. you decide to go so my parents thought it was a good idea like after my parents divorce my dad left he moved to a different country and it was just me and my mom and we've always had a rocky relationship I think when you're the same sex you know between parent and child you just bash and yeah ju- It's when your parents are married, too. Like, don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, And we've always had, like, a little rocky of a personality. We're definitely stronger opinions. My dad's a little bit more laid back and, Mm -hmm. like, calm. Um, So they thought it'd be a good idea, specifically my mom, for us to work on our relationship. And I was... I was open to it. My The therapist that we used, my mom and dad had gone to, my aunt and uncle had gone to, another aunt and uncle like had visited, um, my cousin went to. So he was just involved in the family dynamics. So we kind of had some backstory and my parents went to them for the divorce. But the first day that I walked in, he said, whether you think you need to sit on the couch, it doesn't matter. You need to sit on the couch. And that was super eye-opening for me because I did journal a lot. I was like, you know, I I have a really good, like, rap on my emotions. Like, I've been very aware my whole life. Yeah. That's really good. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. And especially those people need to sit on a couch and just be brutally honest for mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. And holding yourself accountable in that way and having somebody else hold you accountable. But even more than that, a lot of people are under the consensus therapy or therapist tell you what to do. That's not the case. They ask you questions for you to determine what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a very self-induced process. Right, someone is guiding you through how you can heal yourself. Exactly, yeah. And they may have opinions here and there, but ultimately those sessions, it's kind of like a pod you are talking for an hour you are crying for an hour you are realizing things and uncovering things in your back of your mind and it's so so refreshing to then be able to take action on them Hmm. once you get all the emotion out once you confront life with those emotions and like having a calm center grounded point of view you're able to take action mm-hmm. you, you simply cannot expect change unless you have like really gone through the ringer and had like those deep low points yeah how old were you when you went through the divorce 14 and what what wounds do you think that that left 
growing that we're reflecting growing up like do you think it was like fear of separation or maybe I don't want to go through that so I'm gonna avoid commitments or I've always struggled with commitment so that's been a lifelong issue um but I had actually kind of like begged or asked my dad to stay and he ultimately decided to still go and I have a great relationship with my parents so that was really hard that he put himself before me yeah it was also eye-opening my mom's never done that she will always put me before herself and you know like my dad doesn't do that in all situations in life it was just something that he needed for himself and I completely respect you know like he he needs to be happy in life but with that came this you know at the time you think it built like some resentment of like why don't you stay if I'm asking you to stay yeah like you're still gonna put yourself first okay yeah and I think it taught me a lot as like how much loyalty really did mean to me I think I Mm. was kind of naive my whole life that people would do the act in my best interest Mm. and they would always be loyal and so forth and kind of going back to that friend situation I have never had a friend just like kind of back away or something Mm. and that was the first time that I realized that people don't stay you know and I shouldn't be staying when things aren't right for me right yeah but on the other hand you know when somebody leaves you you're kind of like oh Am I really, like, I I wouldn't say not good enough, but am I really not worth it? Right. You know, is my value in your life really that low? Hmm. So that was a little bit eye-opening. But honestly, I I have, like, a really good meter for confidence. And I don't think it hurt my confidence as much as it taught me a lot about loyalty. Hmm. Yeah, and selflessness. How do you think you kind of healed that of it is okay if he put himself first because that's what he needed at the time. Like, how did you find that within you? I never lost that within me. I may have felt those emotions, which are new, but I always knew that my parents needed to do what was best for them. And I think on the other hand, like my mom, who does put herself, you know, behind me and will do everything, it's actually resulted in damage. You know, when you are just giving yourself to everybody, it hurts you, which hurts them. Wow. So there's the whole other side of it. You have to choose your battles, you know. Um, And also just keeping a great relationship with my parents. Like I've said, I've never stopped being friends with somebody. Understanding that their issues don't have anything to do with the relationship that they had like they have with you you know like yeah I yeah I've I've heard people been like oh when my parents got divorced I thought that it might have been my fault Mm. but you and just being the child of them are two separate things Mm -hmm. you are your own human they may have not been able to handle a child but that's not you you know what I mean Mm. like you didn't choose that they chose that that's Mm -hmm. based on their own decision of having that child Mm. you know so yeah, definitely not letting it hurt your self-esteem. It is what it is, and the only thing you can do is move forward. So mm-hmm. why even get caught up in that? Right. Yeah. Brie, thank you so much for being with me today here. Yeah. I Before we, we finish, I want to... I have a little gift for you. What? I have a clothing brand, and the message behind it is that we are all strangers healing together. 
Okay. Like, um, I didn't know you an hour ago, and now we had this like most beautiful conversation, and I learned so much about yourself. So we are all strangers healing together. So I want to give this to you. This, <laughs> this is what? No name project. Wow, I like the message behind it. Yeah. Why'd you start it? Uh, I don't know. I think I I've always had this message of just healing. Like I I've always said that uh, relationships are spiritual assignments for personal growth. And and I I used to get so hurt when people left my life, and now I'm just like it was a lesson and it made me grow. And there will be another one, you know. So mm. we are all just like teaching each other things about ourselves through yeah. through people. We're learning through people. So that's that's why I decided to to start. <laughs> I love that and doing yeah. it together, you know, forces mm -hmm. are better when they're tackled together mm -hmm. than you know, against each other. Exactly. So yeah, that's your little gift for today. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you. I wanna ask you one last question that I ask everybody that comes when I missed me, and that is what does healing mean to you? Healing to me means getting through the hard times, picking yourself back up, putting yourself back out there, but this time with better armor, more protected, you're wiser, you know? Yeah. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Where can people find you? At Brie Wilburn on TikTok and Instagram. Go follow her and it, everything will be linked down below. Thank you guys so much for watching. I love you guys so much and I will see you guys on our next episode. And don't forget that we're all strangers healing together. With love, Mafi. When you visit Arizona... Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.